Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Huh? Anybody? Topic Tuesday on Look Who's Ranting Now. Welcome to Topic Tuesday, y'all. It's your girl, you are Get Karma. You're tuned in to Look Who's Ranting Now, a Twitter space where every Tuesday we come to you with the topic and we go around the room and we just kind of really get into it and talk to it. And tonight's topic is dying single or alone really that bad. So before we start, y'all know every week we got to give it up for the big dog, the man with the plan and the vision, Artiste. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you. I'm excited about this topic. I'm excited. Listen, I think that you're going to be an advocate for the, for the dying alone, but we're going to get into it in a minute. And also joining us um, is our um, social media queen. She usually moderates for us. Like a bug, how you doing tonight? I'm doing good. Hey, y'all. Hey, girl. All right, y'all. So we're going to um, get into this topic. Um, it's called, Is Dying Single or Alone Really That Bad? So the first thing that I want to do is I want to give some stats about how many people are single, right? So uh, when it comes to being single, and this is in the U.S. alone, okay, it's according to the U.S. Census, 126.9 million people are unmarried. Now, this is according to the census back on September 18th of 2022. And if you know about the census, you know that that number is probably way more because there's a lot of people that just will not fill out that census. So um, it's probably way more people than that that are single. Um, also, um, another um, article that I read on Psychology Today stated that the rising number of single people, I think, was more than triple than it was back in the day that singleness is um, on the rise and that it's not going anywhere and that more people are actually going to die single um, or alone. So I thought that that was very interesting. I also have some commentary about why I think that, but the first person I'm going to start with is Artiste. And we're just going to take a yes or no around the room real quick. Do you think dying single or alone really is that bad? Yes or no? Nick? <laughs> nope. It's okay, not bad no at all. Anybody else want to come off mute? Is dying single or alone really that bad? Just a yes or no, real quick. Um, no. Terrible. Terrible. Okay, we got, got a no. We got a terrible two stacks like a bug. What y'all got? In general, no. For me, yes. My answer is yes. All right. So we got a divided room right now where people are saying uh, dying single or alone is really that bad. And some of us say, I'm going to say no. Um, and we got a divided room. So I'm going to let the yeses go first because I want to hear why you say yes. So anybody who want to take the room first. And Razman, this was your topic. So I'll let you go first. to kind of kick it off. Why is dying single or alone really that bad? For one, man wasn't meant to be alone. So so that's your first answer. Uh, secondly, is because we all want partnership. We all want compassion. We all want uh, people that we feel like we can depend on. We all want uh, uh, unconditional love. 
you know, we all we all want these things. Because if you say that you don't, then, then, then you're lying, you know. But we all want to be with someone. If you die single or alone, honestly, you've you've gotten to a place where you felt like there's you can't find anybody on to um, that you want to be with, and then you've settled to be single or alone. But it wasn't your for, your first choice. Nobody's first choice is to be this is to die single or die alone. That's no one's first choice. Every, now, listen, uh, only the single folks are the ones that are saying that it's okay. And then the one person that wants to be PC and, you know, love everybody. But, you know, but, the, but it's not true. Um, being single and dying alone is terrible. It is, and I wish that on no one. I, I, I hope that you find someone that you love and you care for enough and that has the same feelings for you that, would, uh, that you could do that with. So, yeah, being single and dying alone is terrible. And I'm not talking about any monetary benefits or anything like that. I'm just, just the love and the compassion of partnership. Aww. All right, two stacks. What you got? You got your hand up. Um, everybody knows me as the money guy, but this, this is not about money. So I'll be kind of short, quick. Um, kind of look at it from going backwards. At the end of your life, do you really want to be alone by yourself? And I'm standing from the standpoint of, let's say you're married and you live a full life. Let's say one partner dies at 80 and the other partner dies at 83. I'm okay with that. one, But just totally never, ever having any kind of connection with anybody, you know, and then you flip it back to the younger time frame, you know, 30s, 20s. And you, you literally go from I don't need anybody to I don't want anybody to I wish I had somebody. Because you start to see people, men and women, in their 50s and 60s, if they've never had anybody. And sometimes even if they did, I wish I just had somebody to do this with. I wish I just had somebody around. And when you don't have that, life gets really, 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 really boring. Not going to put any names on it, but a certain person would ask that question. Where do you see your life being when you're 55 years old, when you're 60 years old, if you're by yourself? You're going to need somebody to help you at some point in your life. And if you don't have any kids and you're not married, who's going to do that? Because anybody that that's in the same age group as you, such as a brother, a sister, a good friend, they may not be here. They may be, they may already be gone. So yes, you do need somebody. Alrighty, like a bug, you were the other yes. Why is dying single or alone really that bad? For me, it would be bad because um, I'm married and I'm in love with my husband and I enjoy his company. He's like my best friend. So for me to be by myself would just, it would hurt because he's not here with me. Now, yeah, that's all I'm going to say for my yes, for me personally. All right, RT State, we're going to start with you with the nose. Why is dying single alone really not that bad? Well, you know, I, me personally, since since I've been out of the womb, I don't know how it's been for y'all. Um, last time I checked, they don't sell no two-seaters on the caskets, so you don't get to touch nobody and take them with you. So you're going alone, period, right? 
So for me personally, I just think, man, you come out alone, you're going to go in alone, you know, and one of the biggest reasons why single just really doesn't bother me is because single seems to be anything that's not married, right? And because of that, it's like relationships almost don't matter because you see a lot of people who say, you know, well, if you don't have a ring on, you're single. And that includes relationships, boyfriends, and all these other different girlfriends, all of that. So if that's the case, you know, if you're single until married, then I'm going to just, how, how do you ever get there? It's like, you know, having a house with no equity in it. Like, what what's the point of doing it? You know, and, and that's just me. That's just me. I'm, I'm a little jaded, though, I guess you could say. I've been married before, you know, believe in the ideal. And I do think it's a beautiful thing when it works. And I also believe it's, it's one of the worst things in the world when it don't, you know. So because it didn't work for me that one time, I'm not saying it could never. It's just I, I've lost, uh, you know, I guess the fire to to want to get out there and, and, and try that again. So that that's my piece. And then I we had one more note, but I can't I couldn't see who it was. So I'll go with my next. The reason I'm going to say that it's not that bad is just because we live in different times. Right. So if you're a person that's single and stuff, they have all kind of things. People are saying that you won't have people to take care of you and stuff. People are not, you know, factoring in that sometimes when when it does come to end of life um, and stuff like that, because I find that's what people mostly are, are hinting on. Sometimes your kids won't even be there for you. Right. I also think it's unfair that a lot of people want to have kids because I need somebody to take care of me when I'm old, right? It's no, you know, I think it's just a very um, skewed way of looking at things. And there are a lot of people who are single. Um, I don't think that people factor in family. And I also think that people are not factoring in at the end of the day. While you can't have a spouse, when you're in the life, say something happens to you more than likely you're going to have a caregiver, right? It might be a nurse or somebody that you don't know that is going to be wiping your butt and doing all kinds of stuff for you. Sometimes it's family, sometimes it's your spouse, sometimes it's not. But what I think that people have learned, and I hope that our generation have learned it, there are so many provisions that you can make for yourself, right? Whether you're married, single, alone, it doesn't matter. Where When it comes to the end of your life, you can be um, in places where they will take care of you and that people do have family. So is dying single alone really that bad? No. And I think it's going to depend on your personality, right? Some people have a personality where like they don't need nobody, they don't want nobody, and that's okay. It doesn't, um, everybody doesn't have to have somebody there with them to the end and that's not a bad thing it doesn't make it so horrible uh, because like artiste said you going in that box or in the in the fire by yourself so so that's my take on it Razma, you got your hand up what you got yeah yeah i mean listen i'm, I'm hearing what you're saying but even since since i worked in those uh in those uh nursing homes and places like that i'll tell you the, the people that get the best treatment are the ones whose spouse is there looking after them, saying, hey, you're not going to treat them like, like the rest of these mugs in here. You're going to treat mine with dignity and respect. Uh, and, and, and also the ones that, you know, ch that have children to do that for them, too. So, I mean, listen, I just don't understand. The, uh, back to my original point, we all want to be with somebody. The thing is, if you're not with somebody, most part, you settle for that. You know, or you, or you, or you, or you like uh, Artiste said, you've been jaded. But it wasn't your first choice. So that's why I do believe that it's, uh, you could say it's not terrible, 
but it's not great. It's not good. And, you know, you'd be settling. So back to that. Can I, so, can I say something real quick? Not good. Is it the loneliness? Like, what a part, what part about it do y'all feel like makes it not great? Like, do you feel like at the end of your life, you will be lonely? Like, I know some old people who are here living their life, 60s, 70s, they single and they do not regret it. They are traveling. They are going to do stuff. They are not tied down to anything and they live their life. Again, I think it's going to be personality wise. If you're just a single person, right? And you're staying home, you're going to work home, work home, you ain't doing nothing with yourself, you're not living a fulfilling life, then of course, I think that it would be horrible for you. If you are a person who has surrounded your identity by being, you know, coupled and being with somebody and, and that's an accomplishment, not, that that, not that it shouldn't be, but if you, if you are, it's going to be personality wise, right? There's a lot of people who can be single and live very, very fulfilling lives. And then to your point about the nursing home, I wasn't necessarily speaking of a nursing home. You know that I've done healthcare for years, but there's so many um, retirement homes and things like that, that people can go to their senior living facilities where people are older. And some people check into those things when they're 67 or 60, they pay rent, they have their own restaurants and everything there. And it's their own community uh, that they go to. So it's, it's really, really not that bad to me. Um, go ahead. Say, can I can I rebuttal real quick? Yeah, I said go ahead. Yeah, okay. So those those people that you were saying that hey that are living their life and all this other stuff, those are the same women that you that as soon as you get them alone, they sit there and say, and I just want to be with somebody and no one's no one else me and all this other stuff. And they put on a good face because just because you're single don't mean you're gonna sit around and wallow. I'm not saying you're gonna do that. I'm just saying even those older women, they first choices. To be with somebody, that's all. For sure. And I think that that's gender neutral. I think I've, there's more men that I've seen live single and have than women. Uh, Kay, what you got? Yeah, so um, I would prefer to be with someone, but everyone that's in a relationship isn't happy either. So like, if it, if it came between being single or miserable, I would rather be single. Um, Because I, I know some people that have been married for years and they really hate each other. They're just together. So they're they're not alone, basically. And if that's my option, like I would I would rather be single and, and alone. I heard that. I'm, I'm with you on that because um, it's nothing like seeing some people that'll say we've been married for 20 years. And when they go home, they sleep in separate rooms. It's really, really right. Artiste, <laughs> uh, what you got? I, I just wanted to rebuttal something Razman said a little earlier, and uh, of course he's free to come back at me. It's it's the, you know, when he said that a lot of people, uh, single people, settle for that lifestyle when they can't find what it is that they're looking for. But I also feel like it's the same way for people who engage in, you know, um, one relationship after another, or you know, settle in marriage as well, because they do not they're they're trying to avoid being alone. They can't find peace in it, so they'll settle and find someone that they can marry. Just someone. Give me a body, warm body, just somebody who's going to come home. And you see standards start to decrease, you know, in relationships to where they're, they're willing to just accept, hey, at least she come home, you know, or at least she, you know, uh, she come back home after she do what she do. And I just feel like they're settling on both sides, but you just find a side of the aisle that you can you can be happy on. And I feel like I can be happy on both. 
you know, and if I can't be happy single, how can I be happy in a relationship? That, that's just my thoughts. Oh, so real quick, I'll, uh, listen, I agree with you. I just think it's a different topic if we're talking about bad relationships as opposed to people who want to, who, who, who are choosing to die single or be single and people who, who aren't. That's all I'm saying. I think those are two different uh, subjects, but I, I do agree that those, those will both be, in both scenarios, people are settling. I agree. All righty. So then, uh, two stacks. You got the floor. You got your hand up. Um, like he was just saying, it kind of is a different topic. But um, what I really wanted to say was, I believe it's a, it's an issue if you if you're a person who thinks that the person that you marry is responsible for your happiness. That's not the way that it is. You're responsible for your own happiness. You can't expect that person to make you completely happy 100% of the time. And so the other uh, person was saying that they would rather not be attached or married to anybody if they're not happy. If you're not happy on your own, you should not be getting married at all. Um, I think I understand what you're saying when it comes about happiness, but um, I think I think what she mean. Well, okay, you can tell us what you mean if you want to, but I think she's speaking to a situation where maybe you are a happy person, right? But being joined with this other person is just bringing you down for whatever reason. It could be a number of reasons. Being with this person uh, is taking from your happiness, right? So, say you you come to the relationship, your happiness is at ninety. Then over time, just being with this person, now you at like a sixty five because of the things that you went through with this person. Um, you know the dynamics of your relationship. I think that that's the point that she was speaking to. I think everybody knows that. You know the other person um, isn't supposed to make you happy. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to speak to is um, I think that. Um, most people in here, especially the men in here, y'all are realists, right? You have to be real about about life and circumstances, stuff like that. So when y'all say that people are choosing singleness because they're settling and stuff like that, what if they're choosing it because it's real, right? Everybody on this planet is not meant to be matched up. Everybody, most people would want to, absolutely. But when people are choosing singleness, maybe it's from a place of, of, um, you know, I understand that, you know, everybody doesn't have a spouse, everybody doesn't, and maybe people have tried, right? And it just doesn't work. A lot of people, if they would be honest with themselves, do better when they're single. A lot of people have tried relationships over and over and over again, and every time they get into it, they have to rearrange their life, things go awry, things are not better for them, right? So a lot of people have personalities where they function better as a single person. You can say, oh, well, you settle for that and you want to be that. But what if that's just them being real with themselves? Like, hey, you know, I do better as a single person when I'm single. I'm on my goals. I'm doing everything that I got to do. Because when you're in a relationship, let's be for real, a lot of times it takes away from you as a person. You cannot grow as a person because you put a lot of energy into the other person. Yeah, there's things that you do uh, with the other person. And sometimes when pe two people come together, they do grow. But a lot of times when people come together, somebody not growing and somebody staying stagnant where they are because people put a lot of energy into their partner, which they're supposed to. So I think people are missing that point when they say people are settling for being single. Maybe people are just being real about being single, real about their options and things like that. 
Um, I don't know whose hand went up first. Whoever want to take it first, y'all got it. Um, settling is being real about the situation. You know that for whatever the reason may be, you just can't find anybody or the options that are available are not what you're looking for. So you are real with yourself and you settle with the fact that you are going to be on your own. So that is what the settling is. That I think that is what the host was saying. And then the other thing that you were saying, again, about how you put so much into the other person, that's your fault if you are not still doing things to improve yourself if that's what you want and just pouring 100% of yourself into the person and just forgetting about yourself. You should never do that. And I think a lot of people do that. I think a ton of people do that. And that's where the, excuse me, that's where the unhappiness comes from. I put my all into this person and they didn't get better or they took away from me. You got to work on that before you get married to people or before you, you, you get into serious relationships with people. And if you can't, don't get into those types of situations. Stay by yourself. Well, this is what I mean. I don't think that you get into a relationship. Just to rebuttal the Nartis, I'm going to come to you. I don't think that you get into a relationship and you give 100% to a person. But if you've ever been in a relationship and you're emotionally tied to somebody and you're making it work, you're putting energy into them. Not your all, not 100%. But a relationship really does take work, whereas when you're single, you're able to work on different things by yourself. You have to give some of that up to be in a relationship. And that is a real thing. Not that you give it all up 100 percent. You forget about yourself. You let yourself go. But that when you're in a relationship, there's a lot of energy that you have to put into your partner to their needs. You have a sense of obligation to your partner. Right. To make the relationship work. And when you're in a relationship, both people, not just one, both people, um, their goals just don't get matched the way that it would if they were single, just focusing on themselves. That's a given. Right. But that that does happen. So um, RT State, what you got? Oh, I was just going to uh, comment to your point about, you know, how being in a relationship, you you give a lot of energy to someone. I heard this quote once and I thought it was wonderful. It said, if you want to go fast, go by yourself. But if you want to go far, go with someone else. And I do believe that that's true. You know, I do believe that people that are in marriages, uh, statistically, they live longer. You know, um, you'll get further. You look at Kev on stage and his wife, you know, and stuff. like you, you, see, you see great success stories of people that are married. You know, Denzel and his wife. Seems like wonderful marriages. I'm, I'm, I'm just looking at it from the outside as a, you know, fan or spectator, however you want to put it. But, you know, depending on what part of your life you're in or what you're actually trying to accomplish, sometimes if you want to get somewhere and you want to get there fast, you you kind of got to go it alone. Because checking in and, and hearing too many different people's opinions and, and making sure everybody's good before you take one step will slow you down. You know, but once you get everybody on board, you can take more steps because there's somebody here to hold the water. There's somebody here to, you know, do other things. So it's just a whether you're trying to move fast or far. And I think marriages, um, those people move farther. You know, they get a lot more accomplished. But for a single person, it could be, you know, it could be beneficial to just go in alone and, and do it quickly. 
for sure. Uh, Razman, you got it. Yeah, listen, I'm going to agree with Artista on that. He made great points there. And because um, I'm going to say, to be honest with you, uh, I was a happy single when I was single. Uh, but I longed to be in a in a relationship. I just didn't have anybody I felt like I could commit to for a long time. So, um, but as a single, I did a lot of different things. I was happy. I'm not saying that you can't be happy, but I'm just saying usually we're settling. And I longed to be with somebody. I just didn't have the right person. And the other thing is, yeah, you're right. You're going to have to put work into your uh, relationship. Uh, definitely going to have to put work into it. But, you know, it depends on. I guess ultimately what you what you, you want in life, and I think that most people want uh, uh, somebody to be with. I'm not saying they're saying that you should you should sacrifice all your personal goals. It just means that you should find somebody who um, who doesn't who who understands doesn't mind you know either helping you or the time that you're going to put into your your own personal goals. But you, you do have an obligation to a person. I agree with that as well, but. The flip side is that, of that is they have an obligation to you as well. So I would say case in point, like in a partnership, um, especially if you're raising a family or something like that, at one point you'll, you'll be doing or sacrificing a little bit for your partner. But when it flips around, if you have a good partner, that, part, that partner will be sacrificing for you and helping you accelerate in life. For sure. I definitely agree with that. So here's the next question that I'm going to pose to um, everyone. Um, so a lot of people, um, it doesn't matter the race or anything like that. When it comes to singleness, um, singleness has been looked down upon for, for ages, right? Like if people choose to be single or if they're single or, or what have you, why do y'all feel like there's a ne negative stereotype around being single and not, not, just because people want to be with somebody. But what is so bad about it? Why do you feel like people have this stigma around being single? And the reason I'm asking that question is because I feel like a lot of times because of that stigma um, and like people brought it up, people are getting into relationships just because of the stigma. It has nothing to do about the money. It has nothing to do with dying alone. People don't like how it feels, how it looks to be single. It makes people um, feel crazy. Like when people make maybe go out to dinner by themselves, right? And they see somebody sitting in a booth by themselves. People will literally stare at that person and look at them crazy and um, make up all kinds of assumptions because somebody's eating by themselves. They go to the movie by themselves. Why does singleness have such a bad stigma? Well, I, I guess I'll jump on in there. Um, <laughs> if you don't mind. Yeah, no, go ahead. Okay. Um, I think uh going to Rasman's point and he would he hit it on the money with this one when he said that God didn't make us to be alone, right? So imagine you're in a lunchroom, you know, as a kid, and there's a kid sitting at a table by himself. Naturally, if you're any decent human being, you're like, Man, let me either go over there and see about this person or invite them over to my table. It's just we were made to to connect with one another, you know, and to be around each other. So because of that, I think that's where it comes from. I think it comes from a good place, but it gets, you know, it, you know, as people get older and, and stuff, I think people start to look at a single person in their mid thirties, forties, whatever, and think it must be something wrong with that person. 
you know, they didn't choose that lifestyle. They're still that kid sitting alone at the lunch table. And it's like they're they're looking in awe because a lot of folks don't do things by themselves. You know, they, they do it in groups. When you go out, you think, all right, if I'm going to go out to this spot, who am I going with? We don't think singular. We think, you know, plural. We're, we're people. It's a lot of us on earth, 7 billion. And when you see one alone, I think people just think something's going on there or it looks a little odd. And I hope it's not from a, a bad place. I think it's from a bad place all the time people do that. I don't like the biblical argument <laughs> when it comes to that. And, and here's my thing about the biblical argument. No, you're not like meant to be alone, but you can't do things alone, right? And do things like in a singular, singular way. I think that when what people take is singular, and, and this is what I don't like about it, a lot of times people put romantic love above all any other kind of love that there is, right? Forget your family, forget your friends, forget even maybe, you know, a co-worker that, that you've been on for two, uh, 10 years that treats you well. There's some type of love there and some type of companionship there. They put romantic love above all the other love, and that is just not a good place to be. So um, my my reason why I say a stigma about being single is it's all just based on whether you have a man or a woman in your life. People don't take into account that you could come from a family where you got 15 cousins and you're very loved, right? Whether you got siblings and you're very loved, whether you got parents and you're very loved, nieces, nephews. Nobody ever takes that into account when they see somebody in a single place, you know, um, because they don't have a romantic partnership. They always look down on them because they don't have the romance, but they don't look at, you know, the other surrounding uh, people in their lives where this person could be really loved, but they just don't want the romantic love. Um, two stacks, you got it. Um, just to basically put it in a sentence, people, people put it so high because that's the one that's the hardest to obtain. That's the one that you have to go out and do some work and look for the other two are infinitely easier you know you see a co-worker every single day for 10 years 15 years you're probably going to have some sort of a relationship a really good friendship and then family should be self-explanatory you just almost automatically by default love your family but that 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 last one you got to work for that one. you got to go search that out if that's what you want that doesn't just come up out of nowhere. That's why that was at the top. So you don't think friendship is that way at all either? Like you don't have to go out and look for friends and do the same thing like the friend? You do, but it's a, it's, it's a whole lot less pressure. It's a whole lot less pressure. You know, you you you, you feel more comfortable if it looks like this is, this is just going to be a friendship. You know, you can build off of common interests. You don't have to feel like you need to agree with the person or like impress them in the same manner. You just organically become friends with that. With the last one, again, you got work, you got pressure, you got to do certain things that you don't do with a friendship or a family relationship. You just don't do the same things. What's one thing I've always said is a lot of the things that you, that, that you guys see men do, it's for y'all. It's not for us. What do I mean? So we all need somewhere to live, but a guy doesn't need a four-bedroom house living by himself. He doesn't need an SUV to drive just for himself. He doesn't need to uh, spend tons of money on entertainment and trips and vacations 
or as much of it just for himself. That's for y'all. That's for the kids. That's for the family. Most of the guys, I, I think we've all seen the meme of saying, you, you got to start somewhere and it's your, like an apartment room with just a TV on the floor, the blow up bed and like a little folding chair. Guys are really that simple. This all this other stuff is for y'all. So then if it's if it's for us, then why don't y'all just take the single life and take your air mattress and stuff then? Well, I guess because nobody wants that. That's why. I guess I'm making it I guess I'm making it a little too simple. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I guess I guess I'm making it a little too simple. You know, I use it as a as like a really, really extreme example. But basically what I mean is most guys can take a one bedroom apartment, maybe two bedroom apartment, or a two bedroom house, and they're good. If it's just them, they're like, what do I need all this space for? You know, you might have a guy who wants to have, you know, guys, some guys like pickup trucks. But again, that SUV, that super expensive luxury car, that five bedroom house, that's for y'all. That guy just basically needs space for himself. Even if it's a guy who you would consider to be, I don't know, bougie, he wants to have all the nice stuff. He can still do that in a one bedroom luxury apartment. He does not need all that space. He does not need to have a huge car. He's probably going to have a two-door car or just a regular car. He's not going to feel like he needs to acquire all this stuff to impress other people who don't even know him. I would say, I'm not even going to say most, I'm going to say some, but you, I, I think you guys get my point. Typically, guys are not looking to impress the world if it's just them. They're just happy with who they, who they are, typically. I wanted to say, um, to Tustak's point, a lot of men I know, they are minimalist. Um, the only reason they began to acquire stuff or more space is because they started dating or they moved in with someone or someone moved in with them. Otherwise, minimalist. They want their Xbox, PS4, PS5, Switch, clothes, shoes, and that's it. Like, that's all they need, all they want, and food and sleep. That's it. Like, they're very minimalist, but that's just the ones I know. I think they're yeah, minimalist. I'm going to say the same thing. <laughs> that's the same thing my husband told me. He was like, I don't need all of this. This is for you. I really can do without all of this. So I understand two stakes point. He, he was preaching, preaching from the gospel of truth. Because I, I, I'm telling you, like, you wouldn't even know there wouldn't be no couches out there. It would only be recliner stores, you know, if, if there was no women. Like <laughs> you you gotta get told that you need coffee tables and and you know, just different things and mirrors and, you know, artwork on the wall. There, there there'd be none of that. There'd be no market for that if there was no women. At all. I just wanna jump in and say one sentence to further hammer home my points. I just finally, kicking and screaming, bought another car after 15 years of having the car that I still trying to get fixed. But if I have to get rid of it, I'm going to get rid of it. I wasn't worried about what nobody else wanted me to drive. Y'all not paying my bill. I got to pay the bill. 
So I have a question. In the situations where you're with a woman that wants these things, why don't you tell the woman, hey, we don't need all this space? As a man of your household, and as, you know, why, why don't y'all date women who are men of men- the men- Mm. Because you, you give the women what they say they want, even though it, it, it'll why, fit them more. Why, why sacrifice what, what what you don't want? Why not? Why not find another woman that are minimalist? Right? Because there's a lot of men who like luxury things too. There's a lot of men who have fancy cars, and have big houses. There are a lot of men who are minimalist, but I just think that if you get with somebody, there essentially what y'all saying kind of forcing you to get these things that you don't want don't need then that's you coming from a, a ingenuine place right why not speak your piece and say you don't need this and we could just be minimalist in this area can i, can and, uh, I, can I say something quick? somebody oh. go on mute for me i don't know who can it up. everybody's off mute so i can't hear okay whoever wants to go first i'll go first um speaking from a wife who has a minimalist husband I, and this is just me personally for us, opposites attract. People like to say that cliche line, but it's true. You become the yin to the yang. Of course, you want to have similar interests and similar moral compass and similar ideologies and all that type of stuff. But a lot of times opposites attract because you're able to balance each other out and you complement each other. Now, it can be a disaster if y'all are both extremes in whatever way, shape or form, but typically opposites attract. I agree with her. I agree. And on top of that, like, what what's the conversation you expect man to have with women? Like, you want him to go in there and say, hey, woman, how about you stop being a woman, you know, and, and, and be more like me? It's just the nature of women to, to, to want those things. Like, they're thinking of the time that somebody, you know, three of their family members are going to come over and they're all going to want to sit down. That's that's why we need a couch for the for the one time that family comes over. Because, I mean, if outside of that, then you can just get two recliners, you know, and that's it. That's how guys think. You know, it's like it's just me here and you here, okay. you know, and, and they're not thinking of that one time. Or, okay. or But women think with everybody in mind. And I do think it is an opposite thing, but it's good. Because if the world was just left up to men, when you went over a dude's house, you'd have to stand up. I mean, that's just what it'd be. And, and I just want to, I just want to jump in with one sentence. Um, we all look like, I'm looking at the pictures here. Look like we all come from the same community. We all have had a mother or grandmother have or buy something just in case somebody came over and needed to use it. Just in case somebody came over and even wanted things to look a certain way. I don't want to hear anybody say that's not true. We all have dealt with that. You better not go in that living room and sit on that sofa. You better not touch those dishes. That's the good stuff just in case such and such happens. Am I right or am I wrong? Preach, brother. You you want one. <laughs> okay. Here's my point again. I think y'all going to ask questions. So if, if you're about buying something that y'all don't need, why is it not a conversation? That's my thing. And the answer is not because women is women, right? If you're gonna get it anyway. Finish. Let me finish. If you're in a partnership, right, and you're with somebody, and like you said, we only need a couch, we only need a recliner, we only need this. Some, I think sometimes y'all minimalists 
just one couch, uh, two recliners is crazy, first of all, because you're going to have children and all, stuff like that. But if a woman is making you acquire things that you truly do not want in a partnership, in your life, why are you getting it? Why aren't you not speaking your piece? Why aren't you saying, why aren't you, why aren't you with somebody who compromises with you? And that that's the point that I'm, that I'm making. I'm not saying that, you know, men don't acquire things for this because when you're a man and you have a family, you can't stay in a two bedroom apartment like that. It don't work. You got kids and stuff. Of course you have to have a house, but do you need a five bedroom, something bigger than what you need? No, I think that that's a conversation for your partner and to, to say, well, opposites attracting women, just women. I think that that's a, a cop out for me, but so, y'all got so, so let me speak to you. Um, so most times what men are trying to do is if a woman requests something, you're trying to meet what she's asking for. And you can sit there and have a conversation and she, she might say, hey, I want a mini mansion. And you might say, Hey babe, we can get this four to five bedroom house you're trying to meet her you know halfway or, or whatever the case may be or she say oh i want all new stuff in my in my in my home see one thing that you that that the women never want is to be told what to do and if you have a good spouse or somebody that, that that's a good partner what they're going to try to do is take your vision and make it uh, not only a reality but something that that actually works so that's typically what the man is going to do because the woman is always going to want the sun, the moon, and the stars. So she's always going to ask for. And, and that's okay. And the man is going to try to get, meet her halfway or try to give her what he can give her. So we, what, you, what happens is what you see them with is where they met in the middle, typically. I wanted to say something. Um, I feel like Karma, when you said that, um, you know, it's a cop out for someone not to voice something that they don't want or that they truly do not want or something that they don't need. Um, here's the thing with relationships, marriages, whatever the case may have you. Um, I learned this in marriage counseling, like Rasmus said, when your spouse has a vision, your submission is to push that vision. And a lot of times that comes with compromise, which means if I I'm the kind of person I love to decorate. I love decorating for every season. I love to decorate. He doesn't like to decorate, but we will compromise on certain things. Maybe we'll just decorate the living room. Maybe we'll just redo the kitchen every so often. So it's a compromise. If she wants a mansion and he's like, hey, realistically, we can't do that. Why don't I meet you in the middle? We get this four bedroom house, something that we can afford. So it's always going to be a conversation with the two. So whether you know, the guy didn't want this or even the woman didn't want that. They're going to compromise and come to that decision together. Two mature, healthy adults in a healthy relationship, they're going to compromise and reach that decision together. I agree. So, no, the, the cop out I was saying is what, what was said is the woman wants it so the man gets it. That's what I said was the cop out. Not that you compromise. I think you're supposed to compromise was my uh, comment. My comment about Oh, the woman wants it, so the men get it. That's what I was saying was a cop out. Uh, Artiste, what you got? I was just uh, agreeing to Like a Bug's point. She got in before me. Um, that when I said women are going to women, I'm basically saying that a man is going to man. So it's like, I still want a recliner. So you, how about we put your couch next to my recliner and it's compromised. Like, I don't want to stop her from from being who she is 
you know, or the person that she is. If you like to decorate, then decorate. You know, how about you just not put your stuff over my Oregon duck gear? You know, let me have my spot where I do that at. You have a spot where you do yours at. Like, it is a compromise. And I feel like that's the the hang up and that's the part of relationships that's, that's the work, I guess, point blank right there. It's the compromise. And you get farther because you it's, it's two of y'all doing it, but it's it's work. It's work to say, hey, man, you know, I, you know, because if it was up to up to men, we'd have posters, you know what I'm saying? Like anime stuff all over the place, you know, just just the things that we like. It's a compromise to be this, you know, different individual, you know, to to have, you know, uh, the whole set of spatulas and, and measuring cups. We don't have none of that, you know, because what we eating is going to be quick, you know, or we're going to go out to go out to go grab it real quick so i do believe what like a bug is saying is it's just compromise i think it's compromise too but i was just speaking to the point of where people were just like women are going women and men do this because of women so if you're speaking to the point where it's a compromise i definitely agree but the whole rhetoric that we only do this because it's what y'all want and i don't want it that that's just okay if you're that's what compromise is though no, no, no. I'm saying like you're just like somebody was like, you get a four bedroom house because that's what she want. If you just get it because that's what she want and it's never a conversation, right? Because that's what it was put like. And women are just done women and we do it just because of y'all. Then that's the thing. So if you didn't want the four bedroom house, where what where was the compromise if if you got it? that That's what I'm speaking to. Not... Uh, y'all compromising so then you get the four bedroom house and you got Oregon duck posters everywhere that's not what I'm speaking to I'm speaking to the point where people were just like we don't want all these things we don't want but just because of y'all but like, it's true like a woman says she wants a, a huge wedding you know that might not have ever been your vision but if she's like I want this huge wedding most times if you if you can do it you will do it so my thing is like if you don't want it, why? Where's the compromise in it for you? And that that the compromise came because up. You wanted it. Sometimes the person wants something, and if you're, if the other person, if I don't care as much, then you know you'll probably most of them, the woman is going to get away with more than a man is going to get away with. That's just reality. I mean, that's no compromise. So that's not to diminish the, that man. It's just to say that you know at, at times you're gonna. It's like giving flowers to a woman. It don't mean nothing, nothing to a dude, but she wanted flowers, so you gave it to her. So then the rhetoric should be, we care about the women. That's why we do it. Not just because women go women. Two stacks, what you got? Um, I, I just figured it was implied that if we do those types of things, it, it's it's in the name of compromise. And it's in the name of, I care about this person, so I'm going to do it. Because me... Excuse me. I'm a car person. I'm not like I'm not when I say a car person, I just simply mean I prefer to drive a car over an SUV or a truck. So the people that I've dealt with in the past, they like SUVs and trucks. So what does that mean? I would help them get an SUV and truck if it wasn't if we if I was married to the person they want the SUV or truck. I'm not driving them, get it for them. But I'm not gonna drive. I'm gonna get it for them because they want it. I care. That makes them happy. Isn't that what y'all say y'all want? Somebody who's going to make y'all happy and do stuff like that? I'm just saying. 
Yeah, if it's not like being complained about, like it's a woman issue, but we're going to move on. So tonight uh, we talked about dying single or alone. Do anybody have any last thoughts? We're coming up on the hour. I do. I, I got one. Uh, I, I want to know why why you fighting this so hard, Karma. <laughs> I feel like no, no, no. we're all saying the same thing and you just want to, it's like you want to reword it. And I feel like no, what I, I said earlier I, about I'm, a woman's going woman, you 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 embodying that right now. You are womaning right now. <laughs> you no, know, you are doing I, what you're doing and we're gonna let you rock because that's what men do. It it, it ain't <laughs> it don't bother me enough to want to like change you. I'm I'm compromising. Go ahead, calm calm that thing up. Do do what you do. Anyways, my whole point oh. to, 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 the, to the point of what he first said. That that's it. And it was misunderstood. But go ahead. What's your last point? That was that was mine. <laughs> that was mine. I just had to mess with you and be like, hey, you, you're doing it now, you know, and we're we compromising with you right now by not, you know, saying too much, just saying, listen, we, we're going to let Carmen do your thing and let you be right. We've learned, you know, we, we have more peace by just just letting go sometimes. It ain't worth pause. It ain't worth pause. Pause. It, yeah, it was honestly just a miscommunication where y'all were going the way y'all said it. It was delivered in a way, and she was like, "That's not what I'm trying to talk about." So I get the I get the confusion here. You ain't got to go on in on her, RT saying. You know what she meant. I wasn't. I I specifically said I was not. I'm compromising and just just pointing out a little something. That, that's all. They're compromising. We 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 letting it ride. Yeah, you tried to go in on me. But again, it was a miscommunication. Anyways, this has been Topic Tuesday on Look Who's Renting Now. We talked about is dying single or alone really that bad? We had a mixed room where some people feel like yes, some people feel like no. But at the end of the day, you do what's best for you. And you do um, what makes you happy. So if you want a spouse and you feel like that's what's best for you, you do that. If, if it's not really that bad for you, you do that. Because everybody at the end of the day has to make the best decisions for themselves. Uh, you could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with us tonight. We really, really appreciate you. Make sure you come join us um, on Thursday. We'll be live on Pie Bean and TikTok, and we'll be doing the main event. We have trending topics, leopard cap, all kind of other stuff for you. I hope to see y'all there, and y'all have a great week. Bye! We're live again next week at 7pm CPT time.